Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Thousand Wise. I'm Shen Ting. Recently, a BBC documentary went popular among the Chinese audience, as it features a famous Chinese poet named Du Fu, who is regarded as the poet sage in China. The documentary says in the beginning that China has the oldest living tradition of poetry in the world, more than three thousand years old. Older than Homer's Iliad and Odyssey. Well, I think this is exactly the truth. When we always refer to China as a state of poetry, whose rich tradition in this regard has created a large number of famous poets and innumerable excellent poems throughout the history of the Chinese culture. Among them, the Tang Dynasty poems and Song Dynasty lyrics are probably most popular and familiar to many people. But if we want to find out the source and origin of this cultural tradition and the very beginning of this cultural heritage, I think we'll have to go to an ancient Chinese classic, Shi Jing, or the Book of Songs. The classic of poetry, also Shi Jing, translated variously as the Book of Songs, the Book of Odes, or simply known as the Odes of Poetry. Is the oldest existing collection of Chinese poetry, comprising 305 works dating from the 11th to 7th centuries BC. It is one of the five classics traditionally said to have been compiled by Confucius, and has been studied and memorized by scholars in China and neighboring countries over two millennia. It is also a rich source of Chengyu, or the four-character classical idioms. That are still a part of learned discourse and even everyday language in modern Chinese. The Book of Songs boasts such a great position in the Chinese culture due to its unique artistic characteristics that have deeply influenced the development of the Chinese literature. First, its contents are mainly meant to express personal feelings. Second, the poems in the Book of Songs, except for a few, reflect the real world, the daily life and experience of the common people. Third, most of these poems contain obvious political and moral colors in general. Fourth, when expressing personal emotions, these lyrics and poems are generally restrained and peaceful. So all these features have been well taken and handed down by men of letters of future generations in the Chinese history, and even further developed, which shows what an important role the Book of Songs has played in the Chinese literature. Okay, I think now it's better for us to hear a poem taken from this classic book to get a better look at and a better understanding of its artistic features. So the following is the very first poem, and also one of the most famous poems in the book, which is thought as a love song about a man and a woman falling in love. Guan guan ju jiu, zai he zhi zhou, yao tiao shu nü, jun zi hao qiu, cen ci xing cai. The waterfall would coo. Upon an islet in the brook, a lad would like to woo a lass with nice and pretty look. There grows the water grass; the folk are fond to pick. There lives the pretty lass, for whom the lad is sick. 
ignored by the pretty lass, the lad would truly yearn. The lad is hard to pass; all night he'll toss and turn. There grows the water grass; the folk are fond to choose. There lives the pretty lass, whom the lad pursues. There grows the water grass; the folk are fond to gain. There lives the pretty lass. The lad would entertain. So not only had the Book of Songs cast much influence on the development of the Chinese literature, it also shows great impact to the Chinese culture and society, which is closely related to the aesthetic values embodied in those poems. In these works, we can find such factors as emotion and reason, beauty and goodness, as well as the value of the unity of man and nature, which claims its unique views and charm in dealing with the relationship between people and the relationship between people and society. And there are also many poems in the Book of Songs satirizing aristocrats, which form the tradition of critical realism of the future literature in China. And in relation to it, the patriotic emotion is rich and obvious. But such patriotic feeling, instead of being very heroic, is somewhat implicit and obscure, and it is often included in the personal feelings toward one's own country and hometown. Another influence of the Book of Songs on the Chinese people today is, well, I guess you can hardly imagine it. That many parents love to find inspiration from the words or lines in this classic book, and create a name for their children. Both sounds beautiful and contains good cultural meanings. I believe such an effect must have been unexpected to the writers and compilers of the Book of Psalms. <laughs>